Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. Coming up, we remember the victims of 9-11. Climbing over 100 stories to honor firefighters who died on 9-11. I'm Luke Luker. How to prepare a history lesson for kids 21 years after the 9-11 attacks. I'm Annalisa Gale. We preview the commander's home opener with George Wallace, our sports director at 1110. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Stacy Lynn in Washington. Robert R. Plozier III. And his wife, Zandra F. Plozier. Where a ceremony remembering the victims of the September 11th attacks took place at the Pentagon. President Biden made remarks. Terror struck us in that brilliant blue morning. The air filled with smoke. And then came the sirens and the stories. Stories of those we lost. In New York. At Ground Zero, Vice President Harris attended along with families of the victims, but there's so much still unfinished. Charitable efforts of so many September 11th families continue. Also still unfolding, the plight of first responders and downtown residents who are getting sick from exposure to toxic World Trade Center dust. That's WCBS Radio Sean Adams. In Scotland, the Queen's coffin has made its way to the capital. And in London, a sighting of Britain's new king. I'm Vicki Barker in London. A little while ago, King Charles made his way by car from his home, Clarence House, to Buckingham Palace, a short distance away. And the crowds, who'd been somberly laying flowers outside the palace a moment before, began cheering their new king. The sometimes dizzying national mood right now, as changeable as the English weather. Tens of thousands have visited the royal palace to pay their respects since the queen died. Her funeral will be held next Monday. President Biden will attend. Ukrainian troops have made some ground in the eastern part of the country. The BBC's Orla Guren is there. The sound of battle as Ukrainian troops push forward, catching Russian forces off guard. For six months, we prayed you would come, one woman said. The string of victories appears to include the city of Kupiansk, which was a key supply hub for the Russians. Running water has returned to Jackson, Mississippi, but it's still undrinkable. Dr. Jamal Bryant is a church pastor there and says this is unacceptable. People of this city uh, don't deserve this treatment and should have access uh, to clean and running water. The EPA is now doing a thorough investigation. A wildfire in Washington state has forced hundreds to evacuate. Lots of heavy debris coming down, a lot of smoke. The fire has already spread to about three square miles, and a red flag warning remains in effect in the state through tonight. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. It's 11.03 on Sunday, September 11, 2022. 72 degrees, 80% chance of rain throughout the day. Good morning, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
21 years ago today, during the terror attacks on 9-11, 343 New York firefighters died trying to rescue people from the Twin Towers. And every year, firefighters across the U.S. replicate the climb they experienced that day. In the D.C. area, local firefighters from around the region will climb 110 stories at the Gaylord National in Prince George's County. That's around 2,200 steps, the equivalent to the top of the World Trade Center. Others can also sign up to make the trek up all those flights or run a 5K. They'll be climbing until noon today. Money raised goes to the National Fallen Firefighter Foundation, which offers counseling and support programs for all families of firefighters who have died in the line of duty. Foundation also points out that many of the firefighters that were at the Twin Towers are still suffering the health effects over 20 years later from toxic air and materials. Luke Luker, WTOP News. If you're wondering how to talk to your kids about the 9-11 attacks on this solemn day, Here's some advice from a social studies teacher. A lot of kids ask like the basic question that always kind of gets asked is why did they do this? It has been 21 years since the 9-11 attacks and although many still remember that dark day for students who were not born at the time, Fairfax County High School social studies teacher Doug Zywall says processing the information can be tough. He suggests starting by just giving like my day. I tell them vividly. I remember waking up and I was in my dorm room and I, you know, turned down the TV and I was, you know, shocked to what was going on. And and then I really open it up for questions. And I think that's kind of where a lot of the interesting stuff uh, happens. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. There's been an arrest of a man accused of a series of indecent exposures on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. Police say 42-year-old Juan Alfredo Rodriguez of Herndon was arrested on Thursday arrested on warrants from another state. But so far, Fairfax County police are being mum on how they managed to track him down, only to say they will hold a news conference to provide more details about the arrest on Monday. Fairfax County and Herndon police did confirm they linked Alfredo Rodriguez to several incidents of indecent exposure that happened on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in August. He now faces three counts of indecent exposure and is being held without bond. Del Walters, WTOP News. Two people from Texas are in jail after a kidnapping in the district. It happened Friday afternoon in the 100 block of Michigan Avenue Northeast. D.C. police say a man and a teen approached a woman and forced her into the car. They then left the area. Virginia State Police later found the car in Withville, Virginia. All three were inside. The woman had no apparent injuries. Police arrested 28-year-old Carlos Castillo and a 16-year-old boy, both from Houston, Texas, they will both be extradited to D.C. to face charges. Police say the case appears to be domestic. Hunters have been trying to reduce the local deer population this weekend as the bow hunting season has opened in part of the area. Archery is the main tool used in Fairfax County to manage high-density white-tailed deer herds. The season, which opened this weekend, goes until February 18th. Inside Nova reports, the bow hunting takes place on about 100 properties. Hunters may only take shots from tree stands to ensure that missed shots strike the ground. Ground-level bow hunting is prohibited in Fairfax County parks. Bow hunters harvested 726 deer last season. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Just ahead, we talk with sports director George Wallace about today's Commander's season opener. It's 1107. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, agile, staying ahead of the market at every turn, and finding ways to do more with less. That's never been more important than it is right now. So for a limited time, Comcast Business is introducing Small Business Savings, a deal for companies across the country. 
When you call in now, you can get powerful internet for just $39 a month for 12 months. $39 a month with no annual contract and a money-back guarantee. All on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses with the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call and get started today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Offer ends 921-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. Call or go online for details. After promo, regular rates apply. It's 1108. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Let's just get it to you straight, folks. This is not a very good day to drive, especially when it's raining outside. And we have a crash investigation on the Interloop in Virginia at the Georgetown Pike with a single left lane squeezing by. You are inching along, approaching Route 7 in Tyson's, headed toward 193 in the Georgetown Pike, still with a single left lane getting by. Now on the outer loop, as you come off of the American Legion Bridge, headed to the Georgetown Pike. That's where we had the report of a crash blocking the right lane, so watch out for that. Westbound I-66 near Route 28 in Centerville. That's where the right side was blocked for that wreck. Eastbound 66 in decent shape as you leave Gainesville headed toward Roslyn and beyond. No issues being reported to us there. I-95 southbound, the usual suspects going across the Occoquan down to 123 with those delays. No problems on I-395, just some volume going up to and across the 14th Street Bridge with the travel lanes open there. On the GW Parkway northbound before the Key Bridge, that's where we had the right lane block for a down tree, so watch out for that. Otherwise, traveling in Maryland on the Interloop near 201 Kenilworth Avenue, that's where we had the left lane block for that crash. Traveling 270 is in decent shape. Eastbound on I-70 between Newmarket Exit 62 and Mount Airy Exit 68. You're under police direction for the crash investigation there, we believe. Still having all lanes blocking you. Traffic diverted onto Newmarket Exit 62. Colesville Road northbound ramp to the end loop. That's where we had a wreck along the right side. Uncertain if that is still there or not. If you're traveling on Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge in good shape right now with three lanes west and two lanes open in the eastbound direction. On the northbound GW... Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Watch for delays off and on between 193 and Powder Mill Road with travel lanes available to you. The Capitol Home Show September 23rd through 25th at the Dulles Expo Center. For more information and discount tickets, go to CapitolHomeShow.com. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. Thanks a lot, Sandy. We're taking a look at Storm Team 4 radar, picking up some moderate rain showers at the top of the Beltway, crossing from Bethesda into Reston along Interstate 66 and into Manassas, picking up another area of some light to moderate rain showers. But for the most part, across the listening area, light rain showers are continuing on the radar and will continue through most of the afternoon. The forecast is for rain, moderate at times, but mostly north and east of the city. Temperatures in the mid-70s. Winds from the southeast at 10 miles per hour. Rain occurring, of course, through the game and even after the game during the overnight with temperatures moderating into the mid-60s. For your Monday, Monday, more rain showers. Chance of some thunderstorms as the cold front from the west moves through near the end of the rush hour on Monday. High temperatures Monday in the 70s and Tuesday starts out soggy but ends up with sunshine with temperatures in the low 80s. Temperatures outside right now for Silver Spring coming in at 72 degrees. Wheaton and Darnstown coming in at 71 degrees. 
Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11. Yay, football is back. The Commanders host the Jaguars at 1 o'clock, but boo, this weather is really crummy. Joining us this morning from FedEx Field is WTOP Sports Director and Team Beat Reporter, George Wallace. Good morning, George. Morning, Sandy, but don't worry about me. I'm okay. It's, I'm inside. The rain won't affect me. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> George, this is Coach Ron Rivera's third season with the team and the first for quarterback Carson Wentz. What should fans expect from the team's offense? Yeah, that's the, that's going to be the big question, Sandy. And, and look, this team has some weapons now on offense, has a quarterback, as these guys have been all in on Carson Wentz since they acquired him uh, earlier this offseason. They think this is the answer that they've been looking for at quarterback. And now with the addition of John Dotson, the draft pick and wide receiver, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, the weapons are there on offense. So I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how offensive coordinator Scott Turner goes about this. And now with the weapons at his disposal, what he's able to uh, dial up. But I think fans are expecting a pretty explosive offense. Let's go to defense now. No Chase Young, no Cam Curl. What will that mean for them? Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be key because uh, Cam Curl. Hopefully, it's just a, 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 a one week uh, absence with the uh, thumb injury. But you know, a starter in that secondary, it's it's facing a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence today. It, it could be tough. And Chase Young, they expect him to be out. You know, who knows how long now? Four, five, six, seven weeks. But uh, Montez Sweat going to be a lot of pressure on him on the opposite side of uh, Chase Young. The, the offense is going to pay a lot of attention to him. But uh, hopefully. He will be able to step up along with that defensive line and Jonathan Allen and, and Deron Payne up front. So they're going to have to kind of buy their time. Hopefully injury is just a one-week thing and, uh, you know, get through it the best they can until Chase Young comes back. But they do have a lot of returning uh, guys in the secondary, and, and they've been talking a lot this, this summer about how their communication is better and they feel a lot more comfortable with each other back there. So hopefully that's a positive. Okay, George, now under this new team branding, the Commanders, what will fans in the stands or maybe just on TV notice different today? Yeah, you know, they're, they're, uh, as far as if you're, if you're here, they're opening now a brand-new 6,200-square-foot team store uh, as we speak, actually, with uh, lots of new uh, Commanders gear, obviously. Uh, commanders all over this, uh, the stadium, and they've kind of brightened it up a little bit. So uh, fans will see some enhanced uh, things along the concourse and the concession stands and even in the uh, the seating bowl, which I'm looking at right now with the W everywhere. And, and we'll get the, uh, the, the marching band again here today. So they've done a lot to hopefully get these fans back in the stands because, as we know, it's been a tough uh, – tough go of it lately here so they hope with this brand new rebrand that the are this new rebrand that they'll get fans back here and look we all know what well, winning cures a lot so that would start it would be a good start there yeah and hopefully they'll come out in the rain <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see parking lots you know are, are not as empty as i thought they would be there's oh, a lot good. of tents up there a lot of music a lot of grill going so i think fans are kind of excited that you know that football is back and hopefully the rain holds off right now the tarp is off the field players are out there warming up a little bit so hopefully the rain Holds off, and we get a, a decent uh, decent game here today. Okay, thank you, George Wallace. Again, 1 o'clock kickoff for the Jaguars at the Commander's Game from FedEx Field. 11-14. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. 
And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Okay, Jay Brooks, now it's your turn to talk about the Commanders. Yes, good morning, Sandy. Just an hour and 45 away till kickoff at rainy FedEx Field. But, of course, as George said, uh, yeah, the players on the field practicing. Tarp is off and we're getting ready. Here's Washington head coach Ron Rivera on how to prepare for a week one opponent. Yeah, look at what they've done in the past with their associations with particular teams. So, you know, it's a lot of work. It really is, especially on the defensive side. Watching what Jack and, and the staff have done, I, th- I think, is, is, is solid. Um, you know, listening to, sitting in on the media, listening to what they're talking about and, and what we're planning for. You know, I like to feel that we have a pretty decent handle. And then there's always the unexpected. Elsewhere, Ravens are at the Jets. Baltimore will see their former signal caller Joe Flacco starting this 1 o'clock kick. Also at 1, Stillers at the Bengals. Eagles visiting Detroit. That's Washington's next opponent, by the way. Browns are at Carolina. 425 Giants are in Tennessee. And on Sunday Night Football, Cowboys hosting Tampa Bay. College football from yesterday. Navy fell to Memphis 37-13. Maryland now 2-0 after their 56-21 win at Charlotte for the rest of the college football scoreboard. Go to our website, WTOP.com. O's lost to Boston, 17-4. Nats, 8-5 losers in Philly. D.C. United, a scoreless draw at Real Salt Lake, as well as the Washington Spirit beating San Diego 4-3. And in Formula 1 racing, Max Verstappen won the Italian Grand Prix. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Commemorative ceremonies to mark 21 years since the 9-11 attacks. Being held today at the National September 11 Memorial and Museum in New York. The Flight 93 National Memorial in Pennsylvania and at the Pentagon. President Biden is expected to make remarks there with Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin at 1 o'clock. Queen Elizabeth's flag-draped coffin has been passing through the rugged Scottish countryside and has now arrived in the Scottish capital of Edinburgh on a final journey from her beloved summer estate, Balmoral Castle, to London. Her funeral will be a week from tomorrow. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Soggy roads, wet weather causing a number of issues in McLean on 123 northbound before Glebe Road. Jenner calls. She said there's a down tree blocking the northbound lanes of 123 just before Glebe Road. No police response on scene, so you're under your own direction right now on 123 northbound before Glebe Road. Still the interloop crawling along as you head toward the Georgetown Pike with a single left lane squeezing by the crash investigation there. Delays on the interloop are approaching Route 7 Leesburg Pike as you leave Tyson's headed toward McLean on the GW Parkway northbound before the Key Bridge. That's where we had the right lane block for a downed tree. Fairfax County Parkway southbound. New problem near Who's Road. You stay right to weave past a crash on both the left and right sides of the roadway, so watch out for that. Southbound on the Fairfax County Parkway near Who's Road. If you're traveling on 66 inside the Beltway before the Dulles Connector Road, we have the right side blocked for that crash outside of the Beltway westbound just after Route 28 in Centerville. That crash is cleared to the right shoulder. All your travel lanes should be open there. GW Parkway again northbound before the Key Bridge, still with the right lane blocked for the down tree. If you're on 120 on 28 itself, 
uh, near McLaren Road. That's where we had the report of a crash. Uncertain if that is there. Taking you to the district southbound DC 295 coming off the outbound 11th Street Bridge. Expect some brief delays. We had a crash there earlier, but we also have some high standing water, so watch out for that. Northbound on DC 295 delays toward Pennsylvania Avenue, but your travel lanes are open and available there. If you're traveling the Beltway in Prince George's County, the interloop near 201 Kenilworth Avenue the crash was in the left lane. We believe it's actually wrapped up and gone. Your travel lane should be open. Traveling on the interloop near the, at this point, River Road, coming off of the interloop toward River Road West, we had some high standing water, so watch out. Maybe some ponding still there. No problems on 270. You guys are in good shape. Eastbound I-70 may have lanes open as you leave Newmarket, headed toward Mount Airy, where we had a crash investigation, so watch out for that. Route 50 going to and from the Bay Bridge, still in good shape, with no issues being reported to us right now, with three lanes west and two lanes east. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Clay Anderson. Take the umbrella. Wear the galoshes if you're out today and tomorrow as the rain, rather steady throughout much of the day, will be coming in from the southwest, continuing to move across our region. Temperatures today rather uniform in the mid-70s. Rain showers tonight continuing into Monday with high temperatures still in the 70s. We'll start to see some clearing, but not until Tuesday with a touch of rain, then clearing in the afternoon. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Clay Anderson. 74 degrees at Reagan National Airport. It's 72 at Dulles. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, why retiring around here isn't so bad. It's 1121. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed using studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions. Plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, Anova's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend Anova's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit anova.org/journey.
today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Receive a tax deduction and vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. This is WTOP News. At 11.23, if you're looking forward to stepping away from the daily grind, you could do worse than retire in this area. D.C. is a good place to retire because of the activities it offers, with its high number of museums, recreation centers, and senior centers. And when it comes to the best places for retirement, Wallet Hub places D.C. at number 42 out of 182 U.S. cities. The rankings factor in metrics for activities, quality of life, health care, and affordability. D.C. is dragged down in the rankings by its low affordability. Columbia, Maryland comes in at number 72. It has a high percentage of the employed population that's 65 or older. Charleston, South Carolina was ranked as the best place to retire. John Aaron, WTOP News. The IRS is telling Congress about a major incident involving the inadvertent disclosure of data on 120,000 people. The Treasury Department says the IRS discovered some machine-readable data on tax-exempt organizations that should not have been made public, was made available for bulk download on its website. The IRS says it will reach out to all filers who were affected by the disclosure. That should happen in a couple of weeks. It's 1125. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is Bloomberg Money Minutes. We've heard the talk for years that a tipping point eventually will come in the auto business, in which people in droves will flock to electric vehicles. At long last, that point may be coming. It finally feels like now we're kind of on the cusp of something big. Jessica Caldwell is executive director for Insights with Edmonds, who points out that for all the splashy headlines and big industry promises, EVs are still very much a niche. If we look at the market as it is, it's still a very small percentage of total new vehicle sales. But seismic changes, including new tax breaks for EV purchases and California's new law mandating all new vehicles sold there be electric by 2035, are quickly justifying the aggressive plans by legacy automakers such as GM and Ford to flood the market with EVs at lower price points. And that means Tesla could become just another player. They're still going to make a lot of cars, sell a lot of cars, but in terms of their market share of the EV market, of course, that's going to slip tremendously over the course of the next decade. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll have more remembrances from locally and across the U.S. on 9-11. And in Scotland, Queen Elizabeth's coffin has arrived at the Palace of Holyrood House, the British monarchy's residence in Scotland. It's 1126. Serta Pro commercial painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. The power of minimal disruption. We work with you to ensure a smooth project. The power of making you look good. Making sure it's done right, on time and within budget, so every property manager looks like a hero. That's Serta Pro painters. The power of pro. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each Certipro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts.